Hey everyone, and welcome to Twenties Live Podcast, the podcast that normalises not having a clue in our twenties. I'm B, and I'm Izzy, and this week we're talking about finding flatmates in our twenties. I mean, should we talk about a bit about why it's come out for you? Because I think you're going to be actually in the situation where you're going to be finding some people to live with soon, aren't you? Yeah, so during lockdown, I have ended up living back at home. Yeah, and now, like, hopefully things are going to start opening up and I will be able to go back to the office. So I'm going to start to look to move back to Manchester. So I've got to go through the whole spare room process again, really, because kind of all friends are in different living situations. So, yeah, I think it's quite an important topic for me, Um, especially as, yeah, I've lived in quite a lot of different living situations and I realised how important it is for me to get it right. Well, important to anyone, I think, really. Yeah, I think now we're sort of, well, we're 24 and it's we've sort of done the uni thing. We've got each got, well, I'm sure most people our age are getting jobs and and a lot of the time you, you move where the job is and you because that's just what you have to do and a lot of the time it is a big city like Manchester or London like we've done and I think it's just different this time around finding people to live with isn't it I think we've both noticed I don't know how easy it was that you need to find people in a way you're sort of just spoon-fed friends and a social life and even though it's, it's still daunting it's it's just different now and I think also growing up in the last well, I hope we've grown up a little bit <laughs> in the last few years you do sort of have different values and different standards that you want I, I know I was way more picky this time when finding a flat and I was very much I just I very much knew the sort of space I wanted to be in whereas at uni I feel like I was a little bit less bothered about some stuff and it was all about the social it was all just about having a good time yeah and I just think on the back of like what's happened with the pandemic and things like that I feel like people have ended up in a lot of different living situations than maybe they would have expected and I think I actually through the pandemic I lived in five different places um I lived in three different places in Manchester and I lived at my mum's and my dad's and it was kind of very like good learning opportunity for me to kind of work out what I want in a living situation but obviously not that many people would go through that and I think it also made me reflect on how important it is to get your living situation right I think moving from place to place that many times especially when we were working from home so your home is basically your office it did take a toll on my mental health and if the situation wasn't right yeah I really did struggle so yeah I'm definitely just determined to get it right this time yeah, I just want to take my time with the decision because, you know, I made a silly decision, which I'm sure we'll get into later. Um, so, yeah, I want to get it right because it's just so important to feel comfortable where you're living. Yeah, so many people will relate to that now, especially as you say, home workings become the normal, the new normal. And like like now, like my bedroom is also my office and you need to be it's, it's so much more crucial to be happy where you're living now. It's become far more important to me, you know, where, I'm, where I am at home. And I think yeah. a lot of people will have started to value that a little bit more now because well, we've, we've just had to. Um, yeah, 100%. Like, because over summer, or actually maybe before that, like last year, your, where you're living was basically your office and your whole social life. And I think when I was, like, say, living at home and know how much I love like seeing my friends and stuff I did feel like oh I'm really missing that and then I had some other friends that were living in during lockdown with their friends and they were like finding it really fun and so I think it it has been such an extreme that you're 
your living situation became your life last year, um, which is obviously so different now. And that's why I'm kind of, I'm glad that I'm looking again now when yeah. it's like, it's not as intense. And I think people who have moved home for lockdown, which I think a lot of people did because I mean, why wouldn't you? If you, if you know if, if that's a place that's comfortable to you you know you're not you, it's probably cheaper rent than anywhere else you'd be you know if your parents are happy with, with that situation then it's got so many pros to it to moving home so I think a lot of people will be in a similar situation now where they're ready to find their own feet again to get yeah yeah exactly so shall we talk about the differences between like uni living and kind of beyond uni 20s living maybe yeah um, I think do you so. have any reflections on that yeah definitely I think uni living I mean you know it's just a little bit less of like a conscious decision I don't know I think I felt like when I was at uni you're just scrambling to find friends I'm loving that word scrambling today you're just um (laughs) you're just like really desperate to find people to live with because obviously it's happened so quickly doesn't it you're in first year and then you have I don't know I think it's the same yeah it's the same for everyone you have to find a house really quickly don't you for next year that you have to sign a house like before Christmas if you want a decent one so in Bristol I think all the decent places were gone if you started looking in January um so you have to in your first year you're you're getting into halls you're finding friends but you're also thinking oh god I need to find people to live with next year and I was really panicking like oh my god don't want to be a loner like I don't want to be on my own so I was just as long as I had a big group of people to live with I wasn't bothered and for yeah. me, it was all about just having a laugh, having a good time. It was all about the social. And we started looking for a house. I mean, yeah, but there were certain things we wanted, like, you know, similar sized rooms for everyone, decent lounge. But we weren't, like, it wasn't a deal breaker. You know, I would have taken anything if it meant I was just living with a group of people that I could have fun with. You do, I feel like, I feel like it was a conscious decision, but I just chose for, like, the fun aspect, like you said, the social aspect. I chose... My closest friends, I chose who I got on with the most. I didn't, you didn't really think about, oh, like I might need to study and concentrate in this house. Just like, no, <laughs> the people I, the people I get on with the best. Like, and that's what you're going to go for. And, and what you were saying about a bigger house. Um, yeah, I definitely think that we wanted to have a bigger house. I don't know if that was like a conscious decision because you kind of think the more people there are, you hope there will be like more people to kind of diffuse any tension I don't know why but or maybe you just think a bigger house would be a funner situation I just spent so much time with people I live with at university like they kind of became my life at university and I kind of reflect a bit on my final year of uni and I I knew a few less less people at uni in final year and so me and my housemate literally spent like 24 7 with each other we would like we would go to the gym together we would go to the library we would socialize like we had all the same friends and that's the thing that's why it's so important to to kind of yeah be living with your mates I guess at uni um whereas I kind of think as you go through after you want to live with people that complement your life rather than like be your life if that makes sense so like you can live with people because now now you're like working and things like that like you're not spending 24 7 with each other and so you can have your different lives and then when you come back to your place you kind of complement your each other's lives by how well you get on and maybe you have some things in common but it's not as important that you're like yeah you need to spend so much time with one another if that makes sense yeah I think you're completely right there it's really interesting to pick up on that because I suppose at uni your whole life really is the social especially obviously we were at uni before 
before the the horrible pandemic but we, you literally do just your mates are your life and you said that's your social life is your whole life whereas now you've got so much other stuff going on that you're right you're, you're who you're living with just needs to build on that but it's not something that you're not going to completely rely on who you're living with for your for you know what your life um yeah now it's definitely just well it's different now because you either go with people that you don't know like you go through spare room or you live with people that you already know you can go on to that next maybe like how it what the situation is now more so yeah um so I agree there's I have friends in my life that I love dearly but I just know I couldn't live with them and I was trying to reflect why that is the case because maybe if someone said that to me I'd be a bit offended but I just think it's it's kind of like unrealistic that you can live with every single person that you get on with because living with someone it's such a an intense thing it's such a a different relationship whilst like I may have some friends that like we're we literally kind of give each other so much energy and we're kind of a bit crazy together but like would I want that all the time probably not like I'd probably find that a bit too intense and like you do need some times to chill and you need someone that you can chill with and kind of have all like the spectrum of the emotions with and do all different activities with and I kind of think what makes a friend that I think I could live with is if we have similar habits similar ways of living and maybe like similar values so I'll go into like each a little bit more so for like similar habits I feel like let's say if someone really didn't understand that I like like to go to the gym or that I like to go out on the weekends and I like to socialize a lot so I might be out a lot and things like that I like to cook like if they had a problem with that then that's not gonna work um and like yeah you want to kind of have almost similar routines if you want to be in a social house so you're not like not seeing them at all um so like say if you had people that were that's why I think I wouldn't live with students because they might have a different routine to me right now um so yeah I feel like you need a similar routine and I just think with the values thing um like my basically I'm going to use the example of the friend that I went traveling with I feel like we've got such similar values that I could spend 24-7 with her because we don't really argue and we don't really disagree about many things because we kind of see the world in a similar way. We treat people in a similar way. And I think that is quite important if you want a very easy living situation. Absolutely, completely agree with all of it. I think um, I've actually been told by one of my friends they don't want to live with me and it does (laughs) kind of sting a little bit. But then going forward it's like you know what I get it because you know, thinking about it maybe because I think in the situation I was thinking about doing a master's in Bristol like, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do and I was considering going back to Bristol and I was just seeing who was around and I think it was again the situation just sort of being in a bit of a desperate spot where you just need to have someone to live with and like on reflection they were completely right we would not work living together we would drive each other absolutely insane we're always bickering so it absolutely it just absolutely has to come first you have to think about the people who it's just going to be easiest with you know you're not going to argue you're not going to your routines aren't going to clash your patterns aren't going to clash and also yeah your values like the way the way you sort of treat people and the way you sort of see the world I suppose I mean I never actually considered that really but I think you're so right like you don't 
really want to be with someone where you're going to be conflicting all the time because it's just it's like your your home in your space I've really valued this recently it just, it just has to be this it just needs to be calm and happy and easy and it's while obviously it's it's unrealistic to say you're never going to argue with the person you're living with like there's always going to be little things I'm sure I mean I'm not saying that but just making sure they are little things and you're not just having these big best ups all the time because it's just exhausting who needs that in their life at the moment and I think for me and so who I'm living with currently it just works because we both have similar neediness and I know that sounds like a strange word to use but we're both similarly independent I love spending time with each other like we've gone we've done so many date nights this week we've gone to the cinema together we went for like a spontaneous meal out last night after work like we love it but we also love having our own time and being separate from each other and seeing our own friends and like for example I go home a little bit more often than my flatmate and so she there are times when she's here on her own and sometimes I was like oh just check in like is she okay with that but she just doesn't mind like she loves her own company as well as my company and we're both very similar in that and I think it's so crucial because if you are living with someone that relies on you a bit more than you rely on them I think it can get sticky yeah definitely yeah I feel like that's such a good one because it's also like I feel like if you're living with someone and you're out all the time they might start to get a bit offended that you don't want to spend time with them but it's not that like it's just that you want to see other people and just have your independence so I think being compatible in that way is just really really important and um I want to respond about like your friend that didn't want to live with you (laughs) um because I think there are some friends that you do bicker and I like that relationship like it's good to have people in your life that challenge you but like maybe not for who you're living with yeah so and there are quite a lot of friends that I love that we have we can have an argument or we can have a heated discussion I'd say but like (laughs) do you want to come back to that every time probably not so I think that's like it's never it's never d would you know what I mean like I feel like I value that friendship just as much and I love that friendship you know it's so important to me um but it is just constantly like niggling at each other we love taking the piss out of each other and it's like always sort of a contest of who can sort of get one up on the other and it's great and I love it and it's so much fun also I don't want to be coming home to it every day it's just having that realizing it's not really about who your best friends with it's about who compliments who 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 can I coexist with in the most sort of easy way one of the living situations I lived in last year I kind of think me and one of the guys had quite big personalities and we did clash and we did have that relationship where we took the piss out of each other and sometimes it was fucking draining like I'd be trying to work and he'd be taking the piss out of me and I'd be like Jesus just give me a day off like you just (laughs) it is a lot it's just like oh shush I don't need it I don't want it I'm not in the mood and then they're like oh they've gone too far and then it's a bit like awkward it's like oh can we just not and it's so fun when you're seeing them like I don't know once a month I don't know (laughs) but it's um yeah it's not a daily thing I mean I suppose if you do end up living together maybe it does chill out a bit I don't know I've never lived with um that friend so I don't I don't know but I just I I think on reflection it was the right decision we're not going to live with friends um (laughs) then the other option is to use spare room which obviously we've already mentioned so would you recommend spare room oh see I've had some a bad experience with spare rooms but I'm a I'm not (laughs) scarred I'm not scarred but I'm I would be I was I was scarred I (laughs) will 
okay yeah maybe a little bit like my situation was I was in this house in Nottingham doing my master's and um I was just sort of yeah and I was just so gassed I had situation it was such cheap rent such a nice house all included like bills wi-fi everything included it was just a dreamy situation really affordable obviously doing a master's you don't have loads of money going around so it was just great close to uni near a park near a pub couple of lads living there um I didn't it was organized by the landlord though like the lads weren't doing it so I never actually met them before I moved in number one mistake that is always the first mistake mistake. always the first mistake oh my god and I just assumed I because I I am one I do just get on with people like I'm not I'm, I'm I'll chat to anyone I'm not really I wasn't really bothered about them being my best mates but as long as we got on when I came home and it wasn't awkward like that was all I wanted I didn't really I wasn't doing it to find friends in that sense so I wasn't really fussed about meeting because I was just so gassed at how nice the house was and then time went on and I was living with a nutcase so it just <laughs> that was that really I had to, I was I started feeling like really uncomfortable in my own home he had this weird theory that I was stealing his towel and my towel would literally be in the bathroom, like next to his. Like, why the fuck would I be using your towel, hun? I don't understand where you're getting it from. And he'd like text you late at night, like, you've used it again. <laughs> what? And there was one time he like knocked on my door at like 11 o'clock at night. And. <laughs> and I'm there like oh god what now and I and I, and I go and I was at, I had a and he knocked on the door and he was like can you come downstairs please and I went downstairs with him and he was like he just, just pointed at this pan he was like you've not cleaned that enough and he was like pointed at this like bit of egg that had been left I don't know I mean yeah could it, I mean there's there's another guy living there so it could have been him I don't really remember using the pan but maybe it was me I don't know at that point I didn't give a shit I was like right I'll clean it in front of you cleaned this pan he just stormed upstairs I was like I've got to move out so yeah I didn't last didn't last long in that house I think I was there maybe two months at max that was my experience my one and only experience on the spare room <laughs> right yeah because I was gonna ask you if that was the only experience fair enough to be honest that would scar me as well that would <laughs> I think it's a rookie mistake to not meet everyone living there and I there's been a few well there's one experience with me that that was the case and it didn't turn out well I've also just been to visit my friend and she she she's done a spare room situation where she went through an agent because that was the only way she could find a house and now she's in a situation where well basically she had friends around for like an hour from 8 p.m till 9 p.m on a Saturday night and this guy kicked off saying she's making it a party house and she had five friends around and I literally yeah so it's just I feel like if you don't meet all the people that you're living with you can end up in a situation like that so that that is the uh, probably a good lesson lesson to take (laughs) yeah meet every single person I think um there's there's loads of as I'm sure we'll get on to there's loads of lovely stories about sparing Mike Funny enough, the same person that said they didn't want to live with me, he's actually, he's done spare room like recently um, in Bristol and he's living with these three other people. And, and it's just, I, I went to visit, it's such a good situation, like also sound, all really similar, all really fun, like all got their own lives, but also really happy to like, uh, like socialize with each other and, and it, like just a really great setup. So it, there's definitely positives, positive stories from spare room. And I think you have one, don't you, as well? when you were in Manchester 
Yeah, so the when I moved to Manchester about a year and a half ago, um, I was kind of scrambling for a place to live. I'm going to use that word again. Um, <laughs> like I literally got back from traveling and I had like two weeks to find somewhere to live. So I was a bit stressed, um, but it actually ended up being really good. I just kind of, I moved in with one other person and I think that helps because I met her and we got on and I was like, okay, like the flat was nice. And it was just really easy living situation, really. Yeah, like I feel like we were both quite easygoing people and she was Australian, so she didn't know that many people in the UK and I was new in Manchester, so I didn't know that many people in, in Manchester. So we could kind of spend quite a lot of time with each other, which was quite nice for when I first moved to a new city. And it was just, yeah, it was really easy. And so that was good, but she ended up going back to Australia for Christmas. So within a few months, I needed to get a new housemate, which again, my landlord saw. So I, moved, I think it was three, it was three spare room. Um, and then I met my, one of my best friends now. We had like a kind of, I would say an interview and we just got on so, so well. It was kind of like an instant like friendship, which was really nice. But, and you can just kind of talk through like your different interests. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to get on with her. And it was funny because at the end, it's always a bit awkward. Like, how do you leave it? Because you're like, you, you don't want to assume that the other person likes you. But we were both a bit like, yeah, I want to live with you. And she was like, yeah, I want to live with you. And we're like, oh, that's pretty cute, isn't it? <laughs> and yeah. And so we ended up living with each other for like six months. And yeah, like I said, she's like one of my best friends now. And we get on so well. Another one of the people that I voice note all the bloody time. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, like you could definitely have a good situation with spare room and meet people through spare room. I know so many people that especially if you don't know that many people in a new city, it is such a good way to meet people. But you do you just need to meet every single person. I think that is just the key. And if you don't, you just don't know what the dynamic is going to be. And that's the thing. Whereas I think it was easy to move in with just be living with one other person. It's only one person's like routine to get to know. Yeah. It's 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 just you two. So it's just that dynamic. I think though, if you do the spare room thing and it's just one other person, it's just, it is intense. Because what if, it you, is intense, it, yeah. if you don't get on, it's a bit fucked. I think with the one, you do, it's very like, I live with one person. I absolutely love it. It really works for me. We, but we're like, we are friends from home. I didn't meet through spare room. And I think, it, it can't as you say it can just work like you and your friend like it can just work really well but if you yeah. don't if you don't get on I feel like it's one of the worst situations it could either be really good or like really bad because at least if you're in a big group and there's like one person you're not really vibing with as much like you've got a couple others that you can lean on and it's it's let it's diluted whereas yeah, if it's 100%. just that one-on-one -on -one situation and you're not really you're not really getting on you don't really want to spend those time together like it's very very obvious and it's intense and you come home and you're like oh I have to deal with that again now and I think the one-on-one -on -one thing can really work but it can also really not so definitely I think if you're doing spare room maybe don't go for the one-on-one -on -one situation see I would I would just always say do an interview yeah like true, in true. whatever situation like I you can tell I really think you can tell um, or like if it's a one-on-one -on -one situation you do need to make sure you get on really fucking well which me and my friend did so it was it was fine but yeah I do agree like I think and and now I do think I'm going to look for well I'm going to look at quite a lot of different options but one of the options is to live in a bigger house because it 
I do think it sounds, I'm quite, I'm a social person. I feel like lockdown has kind of showed me how much I like having people around me. And yeah, like I think with more people, it's more sociable. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like considering that more because it is less intense. There's someone always around and that's what's nice. So yeah, it's just kind of like figuring out what you want out of a living situation. I think the key message from this is just if you're using spare room, just meet them, <laughs> like spend time <laughs> with them first. You just know, I think, if you're yeah. going to get on with someone, you know, if you have similar interests. Like when it's like when you meet someone anywhere, like if you meet someone at work or I don't know, first date, you just know pretty instantly if you're going to get on. That first date thing, because you know, when I was um, looking for loads of places, like kind of uh, last December, I had so many different interviews with people it kind of felt like I was going on loads of first dates it was actually quite <laughs> fun um because but it's like it is important to like kind of ask the right questions there's like, similarities there are similarities yeah there are similarities because <laughs> you're kind of assessing if you're going to get on with someone and spend a lot of time with someone so so yeah, yeah I feel like absolutely. just use the interview like a first date <laughs> like the difference is you cannot have sex with oh, that is true yeah make sure you don't fancy them because that that's a recipe for disaster Do not shit where you eat. i think we've both learned that one as well oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's the number one top tip actually i'm taking away do not shit where you eat what do you think about living with guys what are your thoughts on that it can be great and i love living with lads and they're so chilled out but um it just has to be very platonic I think would be my my thoughts on it but what about you what do you think I think it like it depends on your personality and I feel like it depends on kind of you'd look at your friends and if you've got quite a lot of like close male friends like I think we both do and we know we get on with lads pretty well then I think you can kind of tell if like that's sort of situation that you'd want I've lived with guys throughout uni and um last year and I really enjoyed it, like when it was going well, um, like it was really fun. And like I said, I do think it's it's kind of just like a, I don't want to generalise, but I feel like it is a more easygoing sort of atmosphere. And I don't know why that is, but I've always seemed to, to find that. Yeah, it has to be platonic. And my situation ended up not being platonic, especially on my end. And it just did go sour and... It was quite horrible in the end because, yeah. yeah, just a lot of feelings involved and that's what you don't want in a living situation. It needs just to be so friendly, so platonic. And it, it comes back to just in general, like, housemates. So that's why you want people that you know you will easily get on with because you just don't want the drama. And yeah. when feelings start to get involved, it's going to be drama. I think um, that's just so, yeah. the same with just people generally. I don't think it has to be actually a boy-girl divide there, really. I think you just need... You just need to judge a person on whether you're going to, you know, it's going to be an easy coexisting situation. For me, and I don't want to generalise and say this is because we've, we're talking about boys, but in my, in my experience, the boys I've lived with have been filthy. <laughs> and now for some reason, I, I used to be fine with that. I don't know what really what's happened at uni. I just did not care. Like I was actually probably just as messy as the lads. Like I was grim. But for some reason in the last year two years I've now being clean is much more important to me like it bothers me now if there's mess and I if I want to be happy and comfortable in my space it just has to be clean I'm not like ridiculous about it like obviously there's going to be mess sometimes but just generally I need to be with someone that's got that similar okay yeah we should should we do some cleaning like don't we want to be living in this sort of sort of situation where I think for me 
judge by I'll judge like each person that I would be considered living like, I would consider living with I would have to sort of know that they like living in a in a clean house as well yeah no that is an important point I'm quite <laughs> I'm just reflecting is I love cleaning when I'm hungover so just get me drunk and the next day I'll clean your whole flat. So yeah, that's kind of what happened with like the setup with living with the lads. Like, we just got, we just all get drunk. And then the next day I'll be up cleaning for like the morning and they'll be like, oh, thanks, is he? And I'll be like, oh, it just cleans my headspace anyway. So I just watch to do it. But yeah, no, yeah I'm one of I'm I'm that horrible, I'm that annoying person that like halfway through the house party, I'll just grab a bin bag. <laughs> Stop cleaning. <laughs> not if, if it's not my house and I won't, but if, if I'm hosting, then I'm just that person that cannot relax. If there's mess, it's so annoying. Oh, no. I hate myself. You've honestly. Changed. I've you really changed, have changed a lot. Then. Changed a lot. I don't know why. I don't know. You know what I think it might have been, and I'm not blaming him, but my ex-boyfriend was like OCD with this stuff. And so I sort of realized how messy I was. So then I sort of like was like. I don't know I just my habits sort of changed a little bit because me and my ex did live together for a while so I sort of had to be a bit cleaner but for me like I feel like I need a tidy room otherwise like I feel like your room kind of reflects your mindset and if my room's messy I feel I just feel all over the place so that's that's what I think is important for me now whereas I think at uni it didn't matter as much I was just kind of like well, I was a bit all over the place anyway. So my room kind of just reflected my mindset. But yeah, I just kind of think it's kind of important to have things in order, especially if you're working from home. I don't know how people can work from home if they have a messy room. I would just be, it would just aggravate me. But I guess it's just different yeah. personalities. I'm on camera. Um, I, like, I cannot have all my washing behind me and I'm like on oh, a work yeah. meeting like it's grim. <laughs> like it's already a bit weird that I'm having to like do like work meetings from my bedroom but imagine if they're looking at like my de- like my bras just like screwed all over the bed like and my, my bed's just like messy like yeah no it, it's definitely the working from home situation has also made me cleaner. I'm one of those people that I I'm like outsidely clean but in my drawers are fucking messy. Oh my up. god like, is he? I just <laughs> like if you open any one of these cupboards like I don't know what's gonna fall on you like it, <laughs> anything could come out it really makes my flatmate laugh because I love things away but once it's away yeah. I don't give a shit like it's where the OCD stops like I'm not bothered about having a neat neat I just don't I just don't care about that it's not but it's not something that bothers me yeah <laughs> You touched on living with your ex-boyfriend. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I mean, it was it was obviously a weird situation because it was locked down. It was either live together or never see each other. So, and I think a lot of people were put in that situation. And to be honest, it was fine. Like, I, I really enjoyed it and it we, we got on. But I do think it probably accelerated the end of the relationship as well right I don't know I don't know obviously it's hard to to decipher that but I think it very quickly went from being this really exciting new relationship to very much like all the excitement had gone really that's the only experience I have of it and it's not really a normal experience like we were only together for sort of eight months before well, not even that six months maybe so it was a bit of a weird situation to be in whereas I think in a normal situation and even together like two or three years you're just ready to make that next step like it's different so I think there's there's a time and place for it but I'm just I'd, I'd be in no rush to live with a boyfriend now I think obviously I am single but I think I love living with friends I love 
having my own life and I think when you do make that decision to live with the boyfriend the relationship is more in your life like you do have you have less time on your own you have less of your own space less independence and I think I'm not quite so quick to give that up now but yeah I mean what, what would you think about that? Yeah well I think both of us value our independence so much don't we and we like to do our own thing and like obviously yeah, I wouldn't really consider living with my boyfriend yet. Well, we've only been dating for a few months anyway, but um, I I just, yeah, I like that there's so much excitement because we don't, we're not seeing each other all the time. And I think that it's so, I don't know, I just love that excitement and I don't want that to go anytime soon. I just personally find it, it's a very serious thing because are you just going to live with that person for the rest of your life? And that freaks me out, to be honest. Whereas like, at least if you're living with friends, you're like, oh, like we, we might go our separate ways now or might live in a different living situation and it's not as deep. Whereas like with a boyfriend, if you have to say to him, oh, I want to live with someone else right now, they'd be fucking offended. I completely agree. Usually when you make that step, it's a bit more of a permanent thing and it's I think it's lovely when you're in the right place for it to do that we like spending time with our friends don't we as well and I think it kind of makes it easier whilst you'd I don't know I can imagine there being almost like a bit of a guilt thing that like if you're going out with your friends and you have to leave your boyfriend are you going to take him with you all the time or like is he going to feel put out like it's just difficult to navigate I think you'll suddenly your identity is a bit different isn't it because it's not just you on your own it's you and so and so even to be fair just living with one person it's it's easy to slip into that like there's been situations where I've sort of gone and seen my mates and and uh, my flatmates not had plans and I felt guilty I'm like oh should I invite her along like I don't I feel but then it's like you know what I don't as I said, we're both happy in our own company. And I, I spoke to her about it like later on. She was like, oh no, absolutely fine. Like I would like, and it's like, I don't go along with her to all of her events. And I think you do just have to have that conversation of, is it, are you cool with that with me doing my own thing sometimes? But when you've got a boyfriend, it's different. I don't know. I don't know what happens there. Not... They'd take it maybe more personally. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it's healthy to have different plans. I've even reflect on like, sometimes if I've lived in situations in, we've kind of had the same friends and been going to the same social events. And it's kind of like, it's just a lot. And I think you do need the space from someone. So you don't, not that you would get sick of them, but I just think it is just healthy to meeting different people and then come back together and like be kind of excited to see each other. This is not just in a boyfriend, girlfriend sense. It's just like flatmate sense. I mean, should we move on to sort of the non-negotiables of um, sort of flatmates? Like when you are in that situation, when you're looking like, you know, in the next couple of months when you go and look, you know, you start finding flatmates, like what would your non-negotiables be? Yeah, so I want to end on, like, because this is our big tip really, isn't it? Like think of your non-negotiables for who you want to live with and where you want to live. And yeah. I remember, I remember quite specifically, I feel like I was on the phone to you actually, in January this year, really unhappy with where I was living. And we kind of were actually like in the stage of thinking about this podcast. And we were like, we should talk a lot about non-negotiables because we kind of realized that I ended up in a situation where a lot of my non-negotiables was just not happening. <laughs> and, Out the window. <laughs> yeah, and it was just not, it was not a living situation I wanted to be in. So I was a bit like, how the fuck have I ended up in this? But anyway, <laughs> I will give context. I'm, so I met this guy um, on Spare Room and he lived with his girlfriend and a, he had two rooms in his townhouse. So 
that meant yeah so a couple a lodger and me and i only met the guy of the couple he had a cute little dog and i feel like that bloody swayed me and <laughs> we just, we were the house was really nice it was really modern the room was really nice and by that point i had been to so many I want to say flat interviews but you know what I mean so many like spare room meetings that I think I was a bit like oh like get I was getting fed up I was getting burnt out and I just really did want to find somewhere and so yeah I met this guy and we got on well like felt, felt like we had a good conversation I asked him if it was social and he was like yes and I was like great <laughs> and then um so yeah I ended up like signing for that house um but yeah, I moved in. <laughs> so I hadn't met like two people and I met the the lady of the couple and she was really lovely. And I was like, oh, great. Like they both seem really chatty, really nice. Hadn't met the lodger yet. Um, and on the first night I went up to make my food and they didn't even look up from the TV to speak to me. And I was a bit like, oh shit. <laughs> I've ended up in a situation where like, yeah, okay, I am a lodger, but I thought they would... I thought they would at least make an effort to talk to me. Um, so that didn't set it off on the right foot. And I just think I got more and more anxious and more and more in my head. And I felt like I was in their space, like their couple space. And I felt uncomfortable to cook. I hardly left my room, which is not like me. Like I, and I was working from home then as well. So I literally was in my room all day. And all I wanted was after I finished work was to chill in the living room. Yeah, it felt like their space and I felt like I couldn't do that. And the other lodger was lovely, but never in because he was either out at work or seeing his friends. So I just kind of ended up in this situation where I felt really alone and really unhappy. It just was not what I wanted, but weirdly, Going into it, I thought it was. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I can live in a situation where I chat to the people I live with, but it's not intense. And I thought that was what I wanted. But I just, to be honest, I just wanted people to be friendly and speak to me. It's not much to ask. When you were telling me about it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why are they not making any effort? I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> like, it sounds like they just needed a place for, for them, didn't they? But Yeah. Well, the thing is, and when I did say so yeah I literally gave it two weeks and I was like I am miserable this isn't I, I feel like you can tell and I, I remember seeing my friends after a week and they were like Izzy you need to get out of this situation like you're you're miserable like they're like not making you feel welcome you can just tell it and it just I think I was just so annoyed at myself because I'd looked at so many places and I was like I'm gonna get it right I'm gonna get it right <laughs> and I got it so fucking wrong <laughs> that I was just like <laughs> I was just beating myself up for like two weeks. I was like, how can I be so stupid? Why have I moved in with a couple? Like, I was just, and whenever I told people, they were like, why are you living with a couple? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's so I can, funny. I can laugh about it now, but it was, it was a horrible yeah, at the time. It was not life. fun. And obviously, it I mean, was I was, I, I think I remember saying to you, like, is he leave? Like, there's, you are not proving anything by staying. Like, you don't owe them yeah. anything you owe yourself everything so just leave and it's yeah I, I did like have a lot of respect for you when you when you had to have that conversation with them that you were leaving after two weeks oh it was intense it was like well no to be honest like the with the guy I said I was gonna leave and he was like oh, okay like kind of just accept it straight away which I also think is I'm sorry like that's a tell he knew yeah. he'd not made enough effort with me whereas like the the lady when I told her she 
kind of well she kind of like not argued with me but she was a bit like you've not given it a chance like I thought we were going to be friends and I was like well too little too late <laughs> like you're not you've had two weeks <laughs> yeah no she was like oh we're going to do this and this together and I was like you've never mentioned this to me before so yeah I it was just a bit awkward though because she came down and to have this conversation with me and like behind me were all my boxes <laughs> like I'd already already packed and she was like well I can see your decisions made and I was like um yeah it is <laughs> um it was fucking awkward but no like I am really glad that I stuck to it and got out because I know how unhappy I was and uh, and it comes back to what I said at the start like it's it is so important to be happy with where you're living and I think maybe if I it wasn't lockdown and we weren't if I was say going into the office I think it would have made the situation so much better but because I was working from home it was so fucking intense but yeah so basically that situation has just kind of I've just wrote down like my non-negotiables that I now fully know that I need but it kind of took me that experience to be like this is just so not what I want and you can kind of get sucked into it was a nice it was a nice house it was really modern there was a um, dog there was a dog there was a dog <laughs> always helps it was funny though because they made like my room as nice as possible and I just think again it was just like they wanted me to just stay in my room and yeah. like they I remember they fitted like a sound bar to my room and the tv was so loud i have i had to have it on one because i was it was just too good i was just like this isn't what i want like i don't want to i don't want to be in my room (laughs) i was just not bothered about soundbar at all um so yeah like it's just figuring out what you want and like for me now it is having a big kitchen so i love to cook living with sociable people that like we can like hang out but still do our own thing it's obviously in like a good location you definitely want to be able to like get to places easily and get to see your other friends um natural light is a massive one that townhouse had no natural light I had to have the light on all the time and that actually I just think really did get to me um but yeah the main thing is sociable people if I'm honest and people that will have a conversation with me if I if I walk into the room and I don't think that's much to ask I don't think it's much to ask I think yeah I'm, I'm really similar to you to be fair on my non-negotiables I think just someone that's easygoing as well like you know like just easygoing like laid back like I cannot be doing with like high intense people that just have no chill like that's a big thing for me easygoing and sociable those in terms of the people I'm living with they're the two yeah Clean. there has to be some sense element of cleanliness there I don't want to sound like a ball but it's, it is important to me now uh natural mm. light huge huge thing like, I love my flat at the moment because it just there's so many windows and it gets so much natural light in. it's honestly one of the nicest things especially working from home because you just yeah. imagine just being like as you did it like you're already staring at a screen all day you don't want to be staring at like artificial light all day as well like I think location because I'm in London location is quite important to me because it's so big like you want to be able to get into work like like my my commute to work like it's so good and I think I did it yesterday in 25 minutes and it's just ideal and that's really important to me I feel like having for me as well having like enough space um because because (laughs) there was another situation where there was this really nice flat and I got on with the guy really well and I was like but it was a lot of money because it had access to a pool and a gym and had like the sickest view over Manchester but the room was tiny and I was like 
I just was like, come on, just be sensible. How often are you going to use the pool? Probably hardly ever. And I, and I had to just kind of be like, come on, like you do need enough space, especially working from home. I would have had to like sit on my bed or something. I don't know. But one other thing that I would add, and, I'm, and a little bit of a dilemma about this really is if I want to live in a house or a flat, because like to be honest in Manchester it is more of a flat culture especially more in the center but I do think you have less privacy in a flat and say if I do live move in with people I don't know I do think I will want that privacy um especially like with like my boyfriend come to visit and things like that so I start I I'm kind of like maybe a house would be good to live with more people have a bit more privacy have more space than living in a flat like I've always lived in flats um from when I since I've graduated um but yeah it's just kind of like weighing up all those things when I made that mistake with the spare room situation I was going in thinking oh I want my own space and then I also realized I was like actually shit I don't want my own space (laughs) I'm lonely (laughs) so it's it's a learning game it is and it's fine to get it wrong and my like I definitely think if you're unhappy get out like you know yourself if it's going to get better and I knew this living situation was never going to be what I fully wanted so I got out within two weeks if you're not happy like do something about it like you don't have to just sit up with it there's no that you're not helping anyone by doing that that's the thing it's just working out what works for you and yeah if that means some some shocking living situations like we've been through then um it's definitely worth it to get the right the right the right living situation now so so yeah absolutely absolutely thanks for listening everyone we hope you found this helpful we wish we'd listened to something like this before finding flatmates for the first time as you heard we have definitely learned from trial and error and i would definitely keep you posted on my flatmate situation this summer Hopefully it goes a bit better this time. (laughs) Remember to follow our Instagram, 20s Live Podcasts, and please do get in touch with your funny flatmate stories. We hope you all have a great week and thank you for listening.